Snowman Podcast. Welcome back to the Snowman Podcast. I'm your host as always, the Snowman. In today's episode, folks, I'll be honoring those who died so that I could make this podcast. Whatever you're doing right now, at this very moment, be that driving, designing, running, walking, or even just chilling, you owe it to a great number of men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice. For today is Memorial Day. Memorial Day. It's solemn to think about. When we do think about it, that is. Unfortunately, a day to honor our fallen heroes has been turned into businesses creating a sale just so people will come in and buy their products. When instead, the sole purpose of this holiday is to remember those who gave the last full measure of devotion. Most were between the ages of 17 and 30 when they lost their lives. We must never forget their sacrifice. It is our duty to thank them for their service, but to also stand with the Gold Star families. It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God that such men lived. General George Patton All gave some Some gave all Some stood through For the red, white, and blue And some had to fall And if you ever think of me Think of all your liberties And recall The American Revolution, 25,000. The War of 1812, 15,000. The Mexican-American War, 13,283. The Civil War, 620,000. The Spanish-American War, 2,446. The Philippine-American War, 4,196. World War I, 116,516. World War II, 405,399. Korean War, 36,516. The Vietnam War, 58,209. The Persian Gulf War, 258. Operation Enduring Freedom, 2,356 Operation Iraqi Freedom 4,489 Operation Inherent Resolve 74 Total 1,354,664 Since 1775 This is the number of how many men and women have given their lives for America's preservation in major conflicts around the globe. The price has been steep, 
but freedom has been preserved. Every year on the last Monday in May, we honor and remember those who made the ultimate sacrifice in defense of our country. Though for some, the remembrance is far more frequent. Wives who lost husbands, husbands who lost wives, girls who lost their boyfriends, sons and daughters who only see their father through pictures or a marble headstone because he died to make sure they could live freely. We owe these servicemen a debt that can never be repaid. The fallen had no intention of dying. They volunteered to fight for our country when the times called for it. They knew if they didn't do something, the United States would fall like so many other countries had to the various reigns of terror that has existed throughout history. In the Argonne Forest during World War I, men fought and died in a war that had been raging for years, all of them praying they would make it out alive. Many would not. A lowly private and a gunnery sergeant storming the black sandy beach of Iwo Jima in February of 1945. The private, a young boy, barely 18, and the gunny, only a few years older, tried to eliminate a machine gun pillbox. Both think of their loved ones back home, praying and hoping they can make it back. But in the end, both were cut down from the machine gun fire. The captain, fighting in the frozen wasteland of Korea, killed while leading his men up one last embankment, his men carrying on past him and achieving victory. The chopper pilot, who was at the safety of his base in Vietnam, hearing the news that a large battalion of soldiers were pinned down and being cut to pieces. He runs to his chopper and flies to their aid, never even giving it a second thought. He saves some, but then doesn't return. His friend writes his mother telling her, she should be proud of her son. The sergeant, who was leading his men through the streets of Baghdad, going house by house searching for terrorist insurgents, being shot through the heart by a sniper, never knowing what hit him. But his men made sure the sniper never got to fire another shot. These are all made-up scenarios, folks. But while they are fictional, they are not too far off from actual events. I came up with these scenarios to help drive the point home further, to give a better understanding as to just who fought and died for us. I would highly encourage you folks to do a few things on Memorial Day as opposed to just kicking back and taking it easy on an extra day off. First, and this happens every Sunday evening prior to Memorial Day, PBS broadcasts a Memorial Day concert from Washington, D.C., hosted by Gary Sinise and Joe Montaigne. Every year, they have a different lineup of performers, but every year, their message is the same. To honor those Americans who gave the last full measure of devotion. This is a family-friendly event and is well worth watching, or recording and watching it later if you already have previous plans. They also post it to their website by Memorial Day morning, usually. Also, across the country, in small towns and cities, on Memorial Day, there are ceremonies to commemorate the significance of Memorial Day and to read the names of those from the community who were killed in action in the conflicts we fought in. The ceremonies aren't very long, but each one is different. Either way, it's a nice event to attend. 
Another thing you can do with either friends or the family is to take them to a veteran's cemetery. I don't know where you might be listening from, so I don't know how far away you live from one. But I think it's important that at least one year, when kids are old enough to understand, that you take them and walk around looking at the headstones with an American flag flying next to or above the markers. The cemeteries will be quiet, peaceful, a time for thought and a time to say a prayer of thanks to God that such men were born to preserve our freedom. Not to discriminate against any other cemetery, but if you were to make the trip to Arlington National Cemetery, I think you would find it very rewarding. I've been to Arlington a couple of times, and it is very serene. When you go, you will see over 400,000 headstones there. Memorials honoring those who fought in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Right down the road, you will find the Vietnam War Memorial, a long wall with over 58,000 names etched into it. Another place for quiet reflection. There is also at Arlington the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Every year on Memorial Day, the President comes and lays a wreath to honor the fallen, but also to honor those whose names may have been unfortunately forgotten. Before 1900, soldiers did not wear dog tags, and many that were killed in battle were too mutilated to know who they were. Thus, we have the memorial known as the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It is under 24-hour guard, and silence is required when present. I would like to read to you an excerpt from Arlington National Cemetery's website explaining the changing of the guard. To read the whole article, you can go to www.arlingtoncemetery/explore/changingoftheguard for more details. The tomb guard marches exactly 21 steps down the black mat behind the tomb, turns, faces east for 21 seconds, turns and faces north for 21 seconds then takes 21 steps down the mat and repeats the process. The number 21 symbolizes the highest military honor that can be bestowed, the 21-gun salute. Next, the sentinel executes a sharp shoulder arms movement to place the weapon on the shoulder closest to the visitors, signifying that he or she stands between the tomb and any possible threat. When not walking, the tomb guard spends their duty in the quarters below the memorial display room of the Memorial Amphitheater, where they study cemetery history, clean their weapons, and help the rest of their relief prepare for the changing of the guard. The sentinels of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier stand watch 24 hours a day, 365 days a year in any weather. Sentinels who volunteer for this post are considered the elite of the elite 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment, the Old Guard headquartered at nearby Fort Myer, Virginia. The Tomb Guard works on a three-relief rotation. Each relief has one commander and about six sentinels. The three reliefs are organized by height, so that those in each guard change ceremony look similar in appearance. The sentinels wear the army dress blue uniform, reminiscent of the color and style worn by soldiers during the late 1800s. The 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment, traditionally known as the Old Guard, is the oldest active duty infantry unit in the Army, serving the United States since 1784. The Army's official ceremonial unit, an escort to the President, 
It also provides security for Washington, D.C. in times of national emergency or civil disturbance. Those who serve in the Old Guard consider it an honor and a privilege to guard the tomb. When you go, not if you go, but when you go, stay for at least 20 minutes. That way, you will be able to see the changing of the guard. There are two other groups that we honor on Memorial Day. The POW, Prisoners of War, and the MIA, Missing in Action. These two groups have been joined together to form a logo that millions of Americans support. They search for information that might help find the location of MIA soldiers from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, the Gulf Wars, and other conflicts. Over 81,000 remain missing. Most are presumed dead, since many date back between 60 and 75 years ago. Most war memorials will have a chair roped off with the POW MIA symbol on it, to signify that those missing will always have a seat if they were to return. My dad had a POW MIA shirt when I was a kid. It was his silent way of showing support for them, and it always made an impression on me. So a few years ago, I bought one for myself, and I wear it either on Memorial Day or the Sunday prior. It's one of my favorite shirts, and I will always have one to show my own personal support for those still unaccounted for. Something else for you all to do, and this is the most basic thing you can do. Watch some slideshows on YouTube that are about Memorial Day. You will see pictures of family members and friends kneeling on or next to the caskets of their fallen son or daughter. Perhaps you'll see a brave little boy trying his hardest not to cry, being handed the flag that draped his father's casket a few short moments ago. No one would fault him for crying, but he's forever captured in that image of trying not to cry in order to be tough like his dad. These family members weep openly not caring who's around. In the moment, all they know is that they will never see their beloved child, parent, or spouse again, except in pictures. The servicemen standing close by bite their lips as they too are overcome with emotion. Former soldiers attending the funeral or perhaps the ceremony don't weep, but tears run down their eyes as they watch another fallen brother being laid to rest. Sometimes, though, you may come across a picture in a slideshow where it shows it's too much for the soldier to handle. Perhaps because it was his best friend, and he can't hold back tears as he stares at the casket. If they could, they would trade places with them in an instant, knowing that if their friend were alive and they were dead, their friend would wish the same thing. That's the brotherhood of the military. Folks, I'm going to be honest with you, I personally get emotional when I watch those videos. Some of the hardest ones to watch are when the wife of a fallen soldier touches the casket and then lays her head down upon it. People grant her space. If it's a normal place of business, they don't care if things get delayed. They are respectful and patient, showing their support for the wife and family. Ronald Reagan once said, These men gave up two lives the one they were living, and the one they might have lived. When they died, they gave up their chance to be husbands, fathers, and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be revered old men, 
and all we can do is remember. If you are a fan of music, and I don't know many people who aren't, I would recommend you checking out some patriotic playlists, and especially ones that have to deal with Memorial Day. Now, there are a great number of songs out there, predominantly done by country artists, however. I don't listen much to popular hip-hop or rap, but if any of those artists have done patriotic songs or tribute songs for Memorial Day, please point them out to me and I will give them a listen because I love listening to songs about Memorial Day. It's It just gives a patriotic feeling to me. I don't know why, because I honor those who fell. I don't understand it all. Nobody will. Why so many had to die. But they did. And it's our duty to honor them. So I'd like to give you a list of songs by the artists that I know and the songs that I have listened to. And hopefully, not to turn you into a country artist fan. I'm not a huge modern country artist fan. But I do respect their love of country, and their support of the military. So here's a list of artists and their songs. Arlington by Trace Adkins. The Ones Who Didn't Make It Back Home by Justin Moore. Some Gave All by Billy Ray Cyrus. Song of the Patriot by Johnny Cash. American Soldier and Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, Toby Keith. I Drive Your Truck by Lee Bryce. 50,000 Names by George Jones, More Than a Name on the Wall by the Statler Brothers, America Will Always Stand by Randy Travis, The Red, White, and Blue by Carmen, There She Stands, Heroes and Patriot by Michael W. Smith, The Last Monday in May by Ward Davis, God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood, Angel Flight by Radney Foster, and If You're Reading This by Tim McGraw. All of these songs pay very touching tributes to the fallen, and please just give at least a couple of those songs to listen, friends. Last of all, the least, and I do mean the very least any of us can do, is to post a tribute on our social media pages. And thank those who made the ultimate sacrifice on our behalf. The very least, my friends. The very least. I would like to play for you now former President Ronald Reagan's Memorial Day speech of 1982. I can't even begin to think of how to describe the following to you. For it is a touching and meaningful tribute to our fallen servicemen we proudly call heroes. Ladies and gentlemen, President Ronald Reagan. In America's cities and towns today, flags will be placed on graves and cemeteries. Public officials will speak of the sacrifice and the valor of those whose memory we honor. I have new illusions about what little I can add now to the silent testimony of those who gave their lives willingly for their country. Words are even more feeble on this Memorial Day, 
for the sight before us is that of a strong and good nation that stands in silence and remembers those who were loved and who in return loved their countrymen enough to die for them. Yet we must try to honor them, not for their sakes alone, but for our own. And if words cannot repay the debt we owe these men, surely with our actions, we must strive to keep faith with them and with a vision that led them to battle and a final sacrifice. Our first obligation to them and ourselves is plain enough. The United States and the freedom for which it stands, the freedom for which they died, must endure and prosper. Their lives remind us that freedom is not bought cheaply. It has a cost. It imposes a burden. And just as they whom we commemorate were willing to sacrifice, so too must we, in a less final, less heroic way, be willing to give of ourselves. Each died for a cause he considered more important than his own life. Well, they didn't volunteer to die. They volunteered to defend values for which men have always been willing to die if need be. The values which make up what we call civilization and how they must have wished in all the ugliness that war brings that no other generation of young men to follow would have to undergo that same experience. As we honor their memory today, let us pledge that their lives, their sacrifices, their valor shall be justified and remembered for as long as God gives life to this nation. And let us also pledge to do our utmost to carry out what must have been their wish that no other generation of young men will ever have to share their experiences and repeat their sacrifice. Earlier today, with the music that we have heard and that of our national anthem, I can't claim to know the words of all the national anthems in the world, but I don't know of any other that ends with a question and a challenge as ours does. Does that flag still wave? or the land of the free and the home of the brave. That is what we must do to do. So why do we make it about burgers and hot dogs on the grill? Have we become that insensitive to their sacrifice? I think it can be misinterpreted to be like that by many, including myself, for a good many years. But how would those fallen like to be remembered? I think they like the fact that we the living aren't sitting around wallowing in self-pity. That we are able to pick ourselves up and spend time with friends who, while having a good time, never take for granted the fallen's sacrifice. So I think that when you have a barbecue or a cookout with friends, that you discuss the topic of Memorial Day. Don't shy away from it because it might happen to bring up politics or differences of opinion. There should be no differences of opinion when discussing America's Fallen. If you have kids, gather them around and tell them the importance of Memorial Day. That way they can fully understand the purpose behind seeing American flags flying in front of businesses or open fields along the highway. For if we don't do this, folks, then those kids will never understand the importance of the last Monday in May. I wish to say thank you 
to those who gave the last full measure of devotion. Your debt can never be repaid. So let us honor you now with a 21-gun salute and the blowing of taps on this, the last Monday in May. That will do it for this episode of the Snowman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Today's episode was a very somber one, but still an important one to know about. Please share with your friends and family, and be sure to subscribe. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify. Just tell them to look for an American flag with a snowman in the foreground. Till next time, this is Snowman, and I'll see you now here. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. John 15, 13.